We get a bit geeky. Okay, okay. I get a bit geeky about this, but I want to know why is Saga misleading the FCC about something as simple as call letters? Nielsen and Netflix argue about who really was number one, and our question is, who really cares? And the NFL is doing it because all the cool kids do it. Good morning. I'm Jackson Weaver, along with my co-host Keith Samuels. This is the latest edition of Media Insultant, where we get together and talk about our ideas and comments and opinions and geek out on some weird stuff from time to time in the radio and TV business. We're kind of interested in talking to anybody in the radio, TV, sales, management, even upper management strata, as we kind of give our opinion on what's going on in the market. So we do this, e- yep. and no, and no one, no one is free from being insulted well, either. So we're, you know, we're an equal opportunity. Insulter. Exactly, exactly. There is absolutely no limit to what we can and do say. Sometimes <laughs> we do this each Tuesday and Friday. So I'd like to welcome you to the Friday episode of Media Insultant. Keith, Keith Samuels is my co-host. He's in Southern California. I'm here in Seattle, and we both geek out over different things. Uh, Keith geeks out over personnel changes. Why people went from one station to another? What was the deal that made him come out of retirement? All kinds of things like that. (laughs) And I geek out about... And what were they thinking? (laughs) Well, there's a lot of that, too. Uh, Although these days with a limited pool, uh, you can understand why they're dragging people out of retirement. So, uh, but I, I have a, a real interest in geek out on some historical things, and I thought it was interesting recently when SAGA petitioned the FCC to change the call letters of one of their stations in Des Moines from KRNT to KSO. Now, I, uh, three call letter stations, just for a quick historical background, three call letter radio stations existed up until 1934. The Communications Act of 1934 dictated that all future radio stations or TV stations have four call letters and that the stations west of the Mississippi begin with K, east of the Mississippi begin with W. That was the the basic rule. So there have been fewer and fewer three-call letter stations over the years, but most markets have big historical stations. What You've got a couple in Los Angeles, Keith, right? Yep. we got stations that are, you know, we got KNX and we've got... Uh, KFI. KFI, right? In Seattle, you've got KVI and KJR, um, but there are there are these there are these legendary three call letter stations are now celebrating around their hundredth birthday. Yeah. You know, beginning this year, nineteen twenty two, and and onward. So we're going to see a few of these. There's KGO in San Francisco and and WOR uh, in New York, uh, WLS in Chicago, WOR in New York, and there's a few and there's a few K stations east of the Mississippi, aren't there? They're, that were that never changed after nineteen thirty four. They stayed with a K. Right? They just got were grandfathered. KDKA is most notable, but there are a couple of them. That's right. And so, yeah. so and, and I've run a couple of three call letter stations, so I've got, just got a kind of an interest in that side of it. The story is that... You are old. <laughs> well, yeah, my... Well, KS, KSL in Salt Lake is celebrating 100 that's years, right. and they're a great three-letter call letter. KOA in, Seattle, in, in Denver, you know. Yeah, yes. KOL in Ogden. I mean, there are, there are a group of these stations, and, and uh, yes, my kids think that I know about these because... I was around when Marconi and David Sarnoff were around, but 
you know that's that's another that's another discussion. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> it was 1925, a long time ago, when uh, Des Moines had yeah. a radio station that signed on KSO, and KSO stood for call letters used to stand for something then stood for <laughs> keep serving others. Okay, that sounds fine. And the saga has now gone to the FCC and said, we want those call letters back. We have a radio station, KRNT, that according to Saga in 1935, changed their call letters from KSO to KRNT. That's what they're saying to the FCC. But that's not even close to being true. Because the reality is, is that the KSO call letters survived until 1989. In fact, in the 60s and 70s, KSO was in a dead heat top 40 battle with KIOA in a battle that that lasted for 20 years. So KSO has been around a long time. KRNT, however, was a separate facility that eventually became very focused on Des Moines and became KRNT or was KRNT. Okay, so two stations. KRNT then is purchased by Saga in 1998. They never owned KSO. KSO ultimately became owned by this frequency at 1460, ultimately became owned by iHeart. Saga Uh, never owned it. Now, it's true that during the 20s and 30s, KRNT and KSO had a common ownership. But in 41, the FCC came along and said, you can't do that. You've got to split them. Ah, so they sold okay. off KRNT, and it never, ever had the KSO call letters. But now comes Saga before the commission saying, we want KSO back because we used to have it up until 1935. They even claimed ownership of the radio station KSO. It's not true. And the FCC came oh. back, Keith, in a clever and I thought very unbureaucratic way and basically said in one sentence, No. You can't have those call letters back. Sorry. Application denied. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. Now, Saga then turns around and appeals it. And they claim, oh, this is important for AM revitalization. Imagine how many people are going to rush to tune their radios in if KSO are our call letters. That's what they, that's what they say. So I'm just baffled by it, Keith. I just cannot – Saga is a clean operation, and – they just have, and from my research, they've misrepresented completely the history of KSO and KRNT. They never had the call letters, and they are battling this not once but twice, and I don't understand what the hell they think they're doing. Do you want to opine? Well, why the passion? I mean, what's the, really, is there so much... Miss, are there, are there so, is there a, like generations of listeners who would flock if they could just get KSO back on the air? They'd listen to AM right. radio in Des Moines? Uh, I don't know. This isn't free. You've got to pay your, your FCC attorney to file this stuff, oh, right? Oh, sure, sure. So Ed, Ed, Ed Levine, who's the head of Saga, right? Uh, Ed, Ed Christian. Ed Christian. Ed Christian, Ed, Christian. Ed, Ed Christian is the, I'm think, you know, thinking of Saul Levine here. Ed Christian is the, is the uh, you know, runs it. So he's paying his lawyer in D.C., to, to run up the hill and, and file this stuff at the FCC twice. Right. You know, okay, well, there's, you know, there's a few thousand bucks inv- invested in this, but is it like they're going to have a big party because KSO, they're going to, Saga's going to dominate Des Moines with KSO back on the air? They're like, oh, yeah, this is great, you know? I mean, they're in a big battle in Des Moines with iHeart. 
who's got the two top stations. Cumulus is up is up there with, as, a, as the third group in the market. Saga's competitive there with a 16, 15 share of the market. You know, so this isn't like their own little playground. They're up against some stiff competition that aren't going to let them get away with much. Uh, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. I don't understand the passion. But, and and here's the other thing. If they thought... Maybe it's personal. Maybe it's personal. Maybe Ed Christian feels some personal connection KSO. to those calls. You know, he's got to do it. We've got to get it back. You know, well, and there's, you know, one other, there's one other opportunity, and, and this is really easily solved. There is uh, no call letter that I can find, assigned, no station assigned to the call letters KKSO. So they could just apply for KKSO, call it KSO. And, and call it KSO. And every, yeah. every three hours at the top of the hour ID, they do a legal ID with KKSO. I don't understand it. But, you know, SAC is a clean operation, and I'm surprised that they're misrepresenting this to the FCC. It's not difficult for the FCC to dig in and find out what really happened. But, you know, maybe it's young lawyers, and young lawyers don't care, and so we move on. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. speaking of another disagreement, Netflix and Nielsen are in a pissing match over the metric for what's the number one station or the number one show that was streamed in the last month. Anatomy of a Scandal. Was it number one or was it number four? And who cares? Not yeah. me. I think it's. I'm watching Bridgerton. Yeah. Well, that was number three, <laughs> according to Nielsen, I think. I don't understand this because although Nielsen will at some point probably begin, excuse me, Netflix at some point will begin to sell advertising, the fact remains that right now it doesn't matter. You know, who's who's got number one, where big the shows are, or how big the shows are, unless you're a producer or you're a podcaster like us or a blogger for the entertainment business. So I think it's kind of stupid, and, and neither one of them will comment. They, they When asked for comments on their disagreement, neither of them will comment. So, so I get, is there a difference in methodology? Because uh, here is, you know, Netflix knows if you're streaming it, you know, because you have to sign in and, and get your parents' password and enter your parents' password and sign in. And there you go. And you sign in as your dad. I sign in as Keith. I pay my own subscription fee. I'm very so proud you know, of you. Very proud of you. So they know who's they know they know I'm streaming it. Nielsen are they tracking the viewership through the Nielsen meter that's attached to the set, and so they know if it's a they know kind of if that set's got it, and then they extrapolate from the sample how many are doing it. So I kind of trust the 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 Netflix number better than the Nielsen number. I'm I'm kind of surprised they're that close actually. You know that that it's a, you know number one and number four. That's that's pretty close. It is interesting that there's this there's this difference, and uh, I guess everybody wants to know because Neil because Netflix does not reveal viewership. They do not reveal. They just they reveal a ranker, that's right. right? Don't they say what's number one? And you got to trust them that the show is number one. That when you you know that that but you know it's as much PR as it is. Reality. They can say anybody was number one. No one's going to check. It's like Facebook. They can't check the numbers because it's behind the walled garden. So, uh, you know, they, you just got to believe Facebook. You just got to believe Netflix. And I think Nielsen's providing a great service where they're saying, uh, yeah, but, you know, our extrapolation shows the show was this. It was really number four. That, that in our sample, other shows beat it out. At some point when, when Netflix starts uh, selling ads... They're going to have to really. They're going to have to because TV buyers want to know the number. Well, they want to know third-party okay, numbers. 
You know, it's yeah, you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. The the servers that Netflix has got gives them all of the data. But are the buyers going to buy that? That's you know, that's the wolf in, in the hen house kind of a thing. And that's where yeah, Nielsen yeah. has added value, as we've talked about Nielsen. They can bring third-party perspective to this, but they've got to get to a point where it's a believable number and it jives with Netflix. So, But on a local basis, Keith, who cares? Well, if I'm, if I'm a local TV rep in a major market in the United States, I'm, wor- I'm, a, I'm going to start worrying about Netflix because they're going to they're gonna announce their ad-supported tier here pretty soon. And I'm going in and calling on traditional TV buyers, and I'm sitting in the lobby at Initiative or at U.S. International or at Kara or Horizon, all the big buying shops for, for television advertising, and sitting, sitting across the lobby or, or coming out of the meeting out of the conference room that spills out into the lobby, right? The Netflix rep is high-fiving the media director and all the media buyers, and I'm going, I am fucked. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I am, I'm screwed, you know, because I got to go in and I go, yeah, my local news got a .5, right, right. you know, or, you know, or Dancing with the Stars got a, got a one, you know, and they're going, yeah, whatever, dude. We just, we just took 30% of our budget and gave it to Netflix. Well... And you're going, what happened to me? And then you got to go back to your sales manager, Mr. Understanding. And he's back there going, well, how come, how come you only got a, a 20 share of the buy? You know, well, or you got 60% of the buy, but you only got 50 grand. You know, where, where's the other 50 grand? Uh, Netflix. Screw that. You get back there and you switch pitch. You go back and you get, you get a bigger share. You know, it's like, oh, thanks. You know, because they're sucking the budgets away. You well, know? it does have, but you're Mr. Right. it does have an impact when it gets to that point. And that's or, and it will and you know and you're and it's Disney and it's Paramount Plus and it's and it's uh, shit you know Warner Brothers Discovery all the people we've talked about those guys are sucking TV dollars now not digital they're going to get some digital but they're sucking TV dollars and that's really going to hurt and that'll trickle down to the local reps. So uh, let's talk about uh, another premium tier that has now popped up, and this is one of your geek <laughs> points, which is sports. <laughs> So the NFL announced, I think it's for five ninety five, something like that. You can you can buy NFL five plus, bucks, five bucks. Okay, you can buy NFL plus. It seems that plus is the you know the moniker for everybody's premium level. So what is NFL plus, and why are they doing it? Well, yeah. You know, first of all, I think we're probably just weeks away from renaming our show Media Insultant Plus because you know just being media insultant is not enough. We need to put a plus sign. And that's what the NFL is doing. And so uh, there was reports in the sports media world. I think I read this on Awful Announcing, but now there's other, other, other guys that are writing about it, where the league has announced quietly, not a big deal yet, that they're starting this new streaming service because everybody's got to have a streaming service. The NFL network on cable isn't enough. You know, the Sunday package isn't enough. you got to have a streaming service because that's where the money is. It's in streaming. And, oh, wait a minute, maybe it's media... Insultant Plus streaming. There you go. Oh, we do that. We do that anyway. Uh, but for five bucks, you're going to be able to stream NFL games. Well, the 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 reporters digging into this look deep enough to peel back the onion. No, 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 no. You don't get all the games. It's not the Sunday ticket where you get every game. It's you get the game that's being shown on television in your city. So you get basically your team's game. Okay, so if, you know you and Sue would be able to stream for five bucks a month the Seahawks. The game. same game I can get over the air. 
Yes, that's right. That's right. The same game that you'd get on Fox. But then okay. what's the attitude? 213's game, you could stream it. So I guess if you're if you're you have no cable, you have no over the air access, but you do have your uh, you know, your Roku, you'll you'll subscribe, you'll pay five bucks to watch the game with commercials that you could get for free on Q thirteen. Um, or that one exhibition game on Cairo TV on, on King TV. So but strategically <laughs> so, is this just simply NFL's way of being in the mix? I mean we've talked about that. There there are some companies that have jumped into o, uh, OTT and I think Tegna's a good example. You know, they're j- jumping into it because they want to have they want to be on the on the same field. They want to say they've got OTT. They want to say we're set for the future. We have all of this regardless of how much content they have. So is that NFL's play on this, do you think? I think that's part of it. The other part of it is is that this replaces the streaming deal they had with Yahoo. Uh, I forget what, what other... Uh, uh, AT&T uh, or AOL, somebody like that. Yeah, but you know, those of you that streamed games on Yahoo, you know, I guess that deal's gone. And so this kind of replaces that deal that they had with a couple of carriers or you know, websites. And so that's one. And number two is you're right. If, so the they league wants to go pitch uh, you know, OTT dollars. Oh, yeah, we've got that. We've got that. So, you know, they can, you know, slide some spots in. But they have their own cable network, for crying out loud. The NFL network is on cable. You know, oh, so they're selling, they're, a, they're, they're selling against ESPN. They're selling against, uh, you know, uh, CBS, NBC. Well, they're, can, you know, they're cannibalizing their own, and, and their own young. And, and, you know, we've, but we see but, so but much the, of this. But they're just going after, right, but they're just, they just want to make sure they're at the trough. Right. When the money's being pushed from the agency uh, to, uh, to NFL, and uh, they need they need to be at the trough and be competitive, but maybe they're just rejuvenating AM yeah. radio. I don't know what the fuck. I, uh, we'll have to ask him about that. Well, Keith, if, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you are a radio or TV uh, sales professional, past or present, we're exactly who we're, our audience is. Uh, we've blown through. This is where you go to get the truth about your that's business. Right. Right exactly. Here. We that's, can. That's we not us. only can tell the truth, we can tell the truth from the bullshit. And. Um, <laughs> but right. too, feel free to drop us a line anytime you want. Uh, we love hearing the comments. Jackson at InTown Media. Uh, we're a production of InTown Media, which is an interim broadcast management company, and we drop new shows each Thursday and Friday. Some make more. No, no, no. Tuesday and Tuesday Thank and you. Friday. Tuesday and Friday. Very careful. Tuesday and Friday. That's and, right. And sometimes our thinking is a little uh, skewy wampus, but you know that that's part of the fun of podcasting. We are on all the podcasting platforms. The video is on Vimeo in the Media Insultant Showcase. Time to head out and enjoy a little bit of uh, summer cocktails, cruising on the lake, you know, cocktails on the roof, maybe a little golf. What do you think, Keith? What are you up for this week? I'm I'm for, uh, yep, in in, in that exact order, I think. Yeah, cocktails, then then golf. golf. There we go. Exactly. So go have a great weekend. I'll see you next week on Media Insultant. You too, buddy. See you then.